Welcome to the Crimes Against Pop Culture Podcast. I'm Ricky. And I'm Jerry. Where each week we watch and discuss movies that Jerry has never seen, but really should have. And occasionally some that I've never seen, but mostly Jerry. Radiance that floods the screen and warms the heart. Aww. Hi, I'm Ricky. Hi, I'm Jerry. I have no idea where that came from. I don't know either, but fuck it, I went along with it. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do it. Hi, everybody. We're back for another episode of Crimes Against Pop Culture. Mm, so good to be back. It's been a while, huh? Uh, about like a month? month the last episode we made was uh, Footloose? No, we did one after. No, we didn't. You're right. It was Footloose. I, I was on the same thought. I was like, wait, we're on, we're on 110, 111. And I was like, no, this is 110. So again, episode 110 of Crimes Against Pop Culture. And today's movie, if you couldn't figure out from that amazing tagline that I said at the beginning of the episode, is The Sound of Music. The hills are alive with the sounds of music. Way to get into it, Jerry. Like nice little Halloween vibes, make it a little scary. Right? You were trying to go for scary, right? That wasn't just a horrible voice. Ooh, spooky. Okay, good. Spooky Julie Andrews. (laughs) 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 So yeah, so sound of music from way back. Way back from before how, we were born. How back? 1967. Oh shit! Good yeah. lord, that's no one was alive back. Then. No one, not even Jesus. <laughs> Literally, because he wasn't. He had died. He was not. Before. He has yet been dead quite a while. That was a true statement. Yes. This movie is rated G, so we're not going to get any f bombs or s bombs or nudity or butt play. So okay, that. That's funny that you mentioned that. It brought a thought to my head. Uh, you know about Rule 34, right? Internet Rule 34? Yes. Okay. If it exists. Do you think there's a porn parody of this uh, movie? I would hate. I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. I'm sure it does, but I don't want to know. I don't, I don't want to either confirm or deny. I don't want to confirm or deny that it exists. I just want to be living limbo with that one. I will do some research. Please don't. <laughs> And I no, will. No, I will inform no, everyone. Good. Thank on you. The, the end. Thanks for coming, everybody. Instagram post. Have a good day. <laughs> we love you. Bye. With a link. Shortest. <laughs> no links. No links. No links to none. To nuns. Nunsvilles. Look. All I'm saying is that Batman's. You know the the Batman sixty six series has a porn parody, and it's one of the best I've ever seen. That's it. Ugh. <laughs> I hate humanity right now. <laughs> so much. Holy brown eyes, Batman! Oh, God. <laughs> Don't be such a prude, Ricky. Fucking Jerry, man. <laughs> Holy rusted metal, Batman. What? <laughs> the ground, it's metal and it's rusty. Uh, that's the only, this is the only thing I remember from that stupid-ass movie. <laughs> Anyways. Wait, wait, wait. Come on. The, 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 what is it called? What do they call it? Master Bat Card or what? A Bat Master Card or something like that? The oh, yeah. The, I never really pulled with that. The fucking Bat Card. 
friend. Uh. <laughs> oh, and then when uh, Mr. Freeze. Chill. And everybody, chill. That's incredibly hot. Let's watch that movie. I think we should. Just to, just to point out how many dumb lines are in that dumb movie. Well, but dumb, dumb linometer. It was it was at that point that, that that series went completely spoof and parody. Like, that was 1966 in... 1966 Batman in movie form. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all, they, all they needed was a, the actual, like, images of the poom. The poom. Biff. Pizzazz. Fit. What, is, what, is, what, what, what was Batman doing at that point? Was, I have no what idea. Made, what made that but noise? you would look and you would wait, that doesn't, what is that noise? <laughs> what is poof? Piff. Piff. What is, what is this, what is that, 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 that? Was he sleeping? That means he's asleep. <laughs> the fight was so boring. Oh. Anyway, right, that's not what we're here to talk about. Sound of music, rated G. This movie is freaking as almost as long as freaking Justice League the Snyder Cut. This is our two hours and fifty-two minutes, almost wow. as long as Endgame. Wow, that, that's yeah, that's a long ass movie. Long ass fucking movie. But or I liked it so. Bunch of Seriously. kids, bunch of Nazi kids running around. They're singing. not Nazi kids. Oh, they're not Nazis. Oh, okay. Okay, so Julie Andrews is a Nazi. Yes. Okay. She's a she's a she's a mecha Nazi. Mecha. <laughs> she comes out doing the robot. I am Julie. I mean, I am Maria von Trapp. <laughs> you must do as I say. I am Hitler. <laughs> Have you heard of Rule Thirty Four? <laughs> Jerry, you're disgusting. Yes, I am. Oh, 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 oh. Before we begin, okay. I, well, before we go any further, I completely forgot that uh, from the last episode, we actually owe someone an apology. Ooh. Yeah. We? Yeah. Well, I guess me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, was I actually a party in this? Well, you were part of the episode, so technically, yeah. No, that doesn't mean I was. It doesn't matter. It. You are part okay. of the show. Whatever. You are responsible. It's like when your parents, your kid does something stupid and it's your fault. You're both responsible. Wait a minute. Mm. Yes, because mm. you, you should have taught him better. You should you should have taught him gooder. Maybe a slight difference between that and this, but okay, go ahead. Shut your face. Anyways, uh, Mr. Martin Douglas McIntosh, we owe you an apology. Uh, we did not mean to make light of your deficiency in the dance department. Oh Lord, he was really mad. <laughs> he, had like, he, had like a little, he had a little tear, and he was like. You owe me an apology, and then went. It went. It was asleep. Oh my cheek! What the hell? So yeah, so so Dougie, Snoop Dougie, Doug, the Dugginator, Dougzilla. We're sorry for saying the truth. Not like that, Jared. You're gonna get me in trouble again. We're sorry if you were offended. Yes. We're sorry <laughs> that, that bullshit apology. That the rhythm didn't did not hit you. The rhythm didn't take you. The rhythm didn't get you. <laughs> the rhythm that did when not you were young. get you. Yeah. I know that I know that Gloria Stefan was it was it Gloria Stefan, right? Yes, part of Miami Sound. Yeah, she said that, you know, she sang that the rhythm's gonna get you. She did quite vehemently and often say that the yes. rhythm was gonna and get you. And it for most of us. The rhythm did get the us. Rhythm get, the, yeah. the rhythm did get us. But unfortunately, 
that for you the rhythm did not get you. Swinging a miss. It was a it was a. And so we apologize sincerely from the bottom of our hearts, from the bottom of our dancing shoes. We apologize. We did not mean to make light of your deficiency. Yes, Martin, we apologize. And so we'd like to clap in your honor. With that one. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky can't breathe. Jerry was trying to make it rain again. <laughs> That's not how you make it rain, Jerry. You gotta go. I mean, okay. There. So, yeah, so we were sorry, Doug. We didn't mean to make light of your situation, and we know that it's hard, especially in today's uh, climate of racial tensions. And <laughs> Jerry! Sorry. We're trying to be serious. Mm -hmm. I'm totally serious. Yeah. You know, because... And I'm sure there's a Rule 34 for you out there, Doug, somewhere, like, where someone can't dance and... What? And there's a porn parody of him not being able to dance? Yeah. <laughs> and then he can't dance, and then so then he has sex. <laughs> it's called All the Wrong Moves. <laughs> it's, it's called Doug Can Dance. Oh. Wink. In bed. Wink, wink. Oh, okay, so that's it. Thank you for your time. That was a, that was especially for Doug. And you know, it's a small world after all. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Do you think there's a porn parody of it's a small world? <laughs> I don't know. No, 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 no. We are not gonna go down that road ever. Especially because it's a small world is Teresa's dad's favorite ride. Oh, okay. So we're gonna stop. I take it back. Right there. I take it back. Delete. I delete. may even cut that out. Please, <laughs> please do. Delete. Delete. Jurassic. Delete. Jurassic. Jurassic. Erase. Jurassic. Erase. Um. Okay. The movie was directed by a gentleman named Robert Weiss. It was written. Ah, uh, you know what? I forgot. I forgot Robert to put. Robert Weiss. Weiss. Yeah. Robert Weiss. I didn't check to see what if he had, uh, if he had uh, directed any other films. Every morning I Should we check? Sing? Whatever. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, we're not that interested. <laughs> not really. Especially not from a movie from 1967. I mean, I can look it up real quick while you keep talking. So the writers for this movie. Uh, there was four, but each contributed something different. Mm. So George Herdelek, uh had partial uses of his ideas. Howard Lindsay, sorry, partial use of, wait, I'm confused. Partial use of ideas. Howard Lindsay uh, was also a writer, but those came from the stage musical book. Russell Krauss, also from the stage musical book. Ernest Lehman, wrote the screenplay, the actual screenplay for the movie, and then some ideas came from Maria Von Trapp herself, from her book. I was going to say, these all sound very German names. Yeah. Okay. And Maria Von Trapp was actually, a, her character is based off of, or the character in the movie is based off of the real Maria Von Trapp, who actually had to go through these musical endangerments? <laughs> I don't know. 
But anyways, she, trials and tribulations. she was uncredited. So essentially, Maria von Trapp was the stepmother and matriarch to the Trapp family singers who wrote, she actually wrote the story, uh, mm -hmm. oh, sorry, she actually wrote the story of the Trapp family singers in 1949, which was the inspiration for the 1956 West German film, The Trapp Family, which in turn inspired the 1959 Broadway musical, The Sound of Music, which in turn then inspired the 1965 film version of the same name. So it's, this story has, ha has had a long road, is what yes. we're saying. What was the director's name again? Robert Weiss. W-E-I-S-S? W-I-S-E. Oh. W... I yeah, I went up. I went up the vice because that's how you pronounce it. But it was wise. Oh, just a couple of other kind of known things. Uh oh, West Side Story in 1961. Never seen it. I think we might need to put that on the list because I have, and it's it's pretty good. You don't like musicals. How did you see it? Uh, it was actually assigned to us in English class back in high school. Oh, only because it was homework. But I, I didn't mind it. It was pretty good. Okay, so uh, West Side Story. I think West Side Story. Um, the Haunting from 1963. That sounds familiar. I don't know much about it, but uh, it looks scurry. It's not a music, of course. Uh, oh, only a little movie called The Day the Earth Stood Still from 1951. Oh, I remember that movie. They, they yeah. remade it with Keanu Reeves, they no? Made, yeah, there's that remake with Keanu Reeves, which, of which we will not speak. Uh, he also did The Andromeda Strain, 1971, which is one that I have seen. I think I've seen it too. Based on a uh, Crichton book, Michael Crichton book. And a few other films. But yeah, dude was pretty prolific, I would say. So. The Andromeda Strain. I remember that. I think they've remade that too, haven't they? <clears throat> Not sure about that, but um, I know I've seen the original. Okay, I messed oh, up. Jeez. Good lord. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get over it. Get over it. Would you ah, silence your phone, please? Oh my god. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Okay, so for the cast, we have Miss. Or is it Dame? It's not Dame Julie Andrews, is it? Is yes, name? yes. Is Dame Julie yeah, Andrews? Dame Julie Andrews, yeah. Wow, okay. Dame Julie Andrews. She plays Maria Von Trapp. She was also, she's also been Mary Poppins in Mary Poppins. She was a character named Samantha Taylor in the movie 10. Oh, yeah, the one with... Uh, times two. That's the one with... Um, uh, Arthur, hold on, hold on, hold on. Baudet. Arthur... What's his name? Arthur Ashe. No, no, no. Dudley Moore. Who yeah. was in Arthur. Who was in Arthur. Okay, that's where I got the names and stuff. So Dudley Moore and Boderic, right? Yeah. Someone where we get that famous running down the beach with the... The, the braids. Dreadlocks or whatever. Yeah. yeah, braids. Not dreadlocks, right? Not dreadlocks. No, that's different. Uh, she also played Victoria Grant in a movie called Victor Victoria. I've never, I think I've heard of this movie. Same. Um, I wrote down the description of it. Uh, a struggling female soprano finds work playing a male female impersonator, but it complicates her personal life. I kind of want to put it on the list. I think I'm, it might be on the list. I'm down, I'm down to watch okay. it. Yeah, because yeah, I've never seen it. I've, I've heard of I've it. I've heard I was, some things about it too, yeah, where it's like, She's she's a woman who ends up disguising herself up as a man who then plays a woman on yes. stage, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's really so. fucking complicated. Wow. <laughs> that just blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, Dame Julie Andrews also plays royalty. Mm. She was Queen Clarice Rinaldi in The Princess Diaries. That's and right. And The Princess Diaries too, the royal engagement. That was um, 
kind of a resurgence for her career, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Because then afterwards she was in, she was the queen in the Shrek series. Oh yeah. Starting with uh, Shrek Two. Yeah, right. And right. beyond. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was also the narrator in a movie called Enchanted. Yes. With Amy Adams, James Marsden, and Susan Sarandon. I think I've seen that movie. I have not. So. I don't know if it's worth. But anyways, uh, she also plays Gru's mom on Despicable Me and Despicable oh. Me Three. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and she also plays Karathen in Aquaman. I still haven't seen Aquaman with uh, Jason Malamama. Wow. What was it? That's not his name. <laughs> There's another Rule Thirty Four right there. That's not his name. No. What's his name? You know what his name is. Come on. Jason Memama. Okay, yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. Look, you tell me what his last name is because I don't know it. You know what his last name is, Ricky. Jason, sexy ass motherfucker, (laughs) touches my PP, Smith. I mean, all of that is true except the last two parts. I don't know. Have you? Do you find him attractive? I know, like my wife, she's like eh about it. Really? But like a lot of her friends, like a lot of her female friends, are like, Mm. oh my god, Jason Lamar. I, I, think he's, the best. I think he's pretty hunky. Really? He looks homeless to me. What homeless dude looks like him? I don't know. Just he looks all like, I don't know. You know, I got the long hair and it's never combed or brushed. I would say maybe the he, long looks like a, he looks like a lumberjack that's been out in the you know woods a little too long. Like a Rule 34 lumberjack? No. <laughs> well, maybe. Ah, maybe. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I wouldn't say he looks. I, me personally, I would not say he looks old. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I get it. I just get why grimy, people. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's what it is. Man, he just looks dirty. Yeah, I get that, but not homeless. No, not homeless. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't find him particularly alluring. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, Teach your own, right? You get that skin tight Aquaman suit on him. You know, you see all his little gills and everything. <laughs> you know, he does actually actually have gills, right? What? He's not actually out Bullshit. Look, if the deep on the boys can have gills. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's bring it back, Jerry. Let's what? bring it back. Okay. What were we talking about? Uh, the Sounds of Music. Oh, okay. Good. So that's all. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure she has a bunch of other stuff that I don't remember. I, I stuff that I didn't recognize. So I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, no, but these are, very, some of her, these are some of her more huge star. famous roles. Uh, we also have Christopher Plummer, who plays Captain Von Trapp. Recently deceased. R.I.P. Oh, I didn't know he passed away. That sucks. Yeah. Um, he played Harlan Thrombey in Knives Out. Have you seen Knives Out? Yes. With uh, <coughs> Daniel Craig. I did watch that, and that was and quite entertaining. Chris I Evans. I like that, yeah. And he plays an asshole in that movie. What's her name? Oh. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, You'll get there. I have faith in you. I, I don't have faith in myself. What is she? She was in, she was in A Fish Called Wanda, and her name is, mm-hmm. and people think that she's uh, her, never mind. Uh, <laughs> not, not Susan Sarandon. Let's not go down that road again. Oh my God, I can see her face. Mm-hmm. True lies. Mm-hmm. Ah! Give me a hint. Give me an initial. One initial. One initial? The first initial. J. Jason Momoa. <laughs> stupid. J- Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. 
Holy shit. Oh my god, I forgot. How the hell did I forget her name? Uh, how many of you out there right now are screaming at your device? I'm gonna be screaming at the freaking. I am right now. Okay, second initial. L. Jalavin. Jalinda. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, you told me her second initial. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Judy. No. Jennifer Lawrence. No. Is it Jennifer? No. Jenny. Well, her Jen? second initial happens Jen to Jen. be her, her, I think, middle name or part of the second part of her first name. I'm not sure. Oh, my God. She has three names, Ricky. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Jamie Lee Curtis. Thank you. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. we got there. Whew, stumbled over the finish five line. Five minutes. But he got stumbled? There. <laughs> I barely touched it with my finger like, I'm done. I finished. I'm done. <sighs> that was a journey. That was intense. I hope but I got it. I, I got it. I got there. I got there. I hope you all enjoyed A win it. is a win. A win is a win. No matter how ugly that win was, <laughs> a win is a win. Okay, so Harlan Thrombey from Knives Out. He also plays Enrique Vangar. I don't, know if, I don't think it's French. I think it's actually Swedish or something. Henrik, Henrik Vanger. Mm -hmm. I'm butchering that name. But anyways, he plays that character and the girl with the dragon tattoo. Have you seen that? Oh, no, I have not. That's so good. Good? Okay. I'm so, I'm so mad that they didn't like finish that series out because I think there were three books, so there should have been mm -hmm. three movies. Anyways. I was under the impression that there were like a lot of books in that series. It was oh, just I three? thought there was three. I don't know. I, I, I could be wrong. So know. Me too. We both could be wrong. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I heard that that first one was real good. He also voices the character of Charles Muntz in Up. The um, sad okay, story so of Up. Well, okay. Here's the, the thing sad, about Get ready for a hot take from Jerry. Oh, here we go. Rule 34. The, no, no, no. It has nothing to do with Rule 34, although it probably does exist. Anyway, my point is this. Um, I think that Aside from that opening credit or that opening sequence, I think Up is a little overrated. Really? Other than that opening sequence, because that opening sequence is gold, and it, it is heart wrenching. Absolutely. What if I told you once the actual theory, movie and the actual story gets in gets gets going, it's 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 kind of average. What if I tell you a theory about that movie? Okay. Let's see if it changes your thoughts. All right. The theory is that the little boy, what's his name, Daniel. Larry, Lawrence. the little scout yeah. character kid, yeah. Jeffrey, yeah, whatever his name is. I don't know. The, that little boy. Carl. It, no, no, Carl's the old guy. Carl's the old guy. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, let's call him Stan. Okay. They say that Stan is actually his guardian angel, and that he's guarding, he's he's guiding him through his Life final resting place, which is heaven, which is to him that spot that his wife wanted to build a house by in. the waterfall. It would change. Boom! It would change. Boom! Jerry's like, mind is blown. Like, there's Jerry brain guts in the ceiling from how blown his mind is. Jerry brain guts? Jerry, Jerry brain bits. <laughs> no, I like brain guts. Keep that. Jerry brain bits and some I, of his... Maybe I'd have to watch it again. Manly bits. <laughs> maybe I'd have to watch it again. Maybe through that lens and maybe it would be better, but I... But what about Doug? But... Okay, Doug, Doug was a highlight. Doug was definitely Squirrel. a highlight. Squirrel. No, he, he was he was I, just a highlight. Wow. Very funny. Nazi dogs? Were they Nazi dogs? Pretty much. 
they weren't explicitly said so, but yeah, I, I think they were. Um, I don't know. I just, I was thinking about it the other day and I'm like, yeah, that opening sequence was great. And that's what everyone remembers of that movie. But then after that, what do you remember of that movie other than Doug the bird. and the Nazi dogs? Whose name was? Birdie. No, it wasn't. Because the little, the little, your, your guardian angel character, he named it. Named it Stanley. Mm-mm. No, he named it Kevin. Felix. See, you don't even remember that. And it, like, that was actually, I thought, kind of funny. But no one remember, But no could you could you say that about like any movie? Like, hey, do you remember this part? Well, no. if you don't remember, then it's decent. Like, no, 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 no. I don't get your I don't get your point. No, because the rest of that movie is so. Um, standard, I guess. It kind of you know. Uh, Jerry loves to hate movies. I love to hate movies. No, I don't Jerry, love to hate Jerry. movies. I'm just Jerry, giving you my honest opinion. Like, Jerry wishes nothing but for me. Up was great at, and until the opening sequence ended, and that was, you know, and after that it was kind of okay. Why do you like, why do you like to hurt people, Jerry? I'm not saying it sucked. I just think that everyone like has all they think about is that opening sequence. First of all, I think Up is the greatest movie ever. It's a Pixar made. movie, and it is one of the greatest movies ever made because yeah, Pixar made it. Okay, I, I almost fell asleep. I rolled my eyes so hard. Right <gasps> now. Did you did you touch the the bloody Jerry brain brain guts? Into <laughs> my eyes may have touched my brain guts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, I mean, all, all kidding, aside, I was just messing around with you, but you're, we're all entitled to an opinion, to our opinion, right? Yeah. So you can say that it's a decent movie. I honestly think, I don't think it was like, I don't think it's one of Pixar's best movies. Like, there's far better quality and story-driven movies that they've made, but I don't know, I like, I look up. But maybe you're right. Maybe I, didn't, I'm stuck. I didn't say I didn't like it. Maybe I'm stuck on that. Maybe you're right. Maybe a lot of people are just stuck at the, at the beginning part because it's, like, it's like, oh, he loses his wife and he's so sad and he's an old man. And that, and that opening sequence was great. Like, they, the way they, they animated it and, and presented it, it was a great story and it, it established who Carl was leading up to the beginning of the actual story of the movie. Carl! Carl! But, you know, after that, okay, you have the balloon bit with the house. Great. You have Doug. Great. You have Kevin. Kevin. I remember. Kevin the bird. Good job. Yes. But after that, it was like... And then you had Henrik Von Gur... No, wait. Sorry. Okay. Charles Muntz. Okay. I read the wrong one. <laughs> the, the, the up with the dragon tattoo. I don't know. Anyway, um... The girl with the up tattoo. There you go. The girl with the up tattoo. That's, that's much better. High five. High five. Good job. Um, yeah, I mean, I, maybe I'd have to watch it again. And maybe under, through that lens of, you know, maybe maybe the little boy, Stan, we'll call him. Uh, maybe he is his guardian angel. And maybe that's maybe that'll give it a, a better light. But are you looking up his name? But for now? Yeah. But for, for now, I'm just saying it's okay. It's It's fine. It was a good opening, great opening sequence, and just a decent movie after that. And then, yeah, just but you don't you don't hate it. I don't hate it. Good. I did not say because Pixar is going to ban you if you say that. <laughs> if, you, if you're interested in becoming a sponsor, I was off. It was Russell? Russell, that's right, Russ. So yeah, so now that we had now that we've gotten Jerry's hot take on Up, and his hate for Pixar. And by, and by the way, I am not the only one who shares that opinion. Who? Tell I, me. I want names, addresses. I want pictures so I can post on, on the internet and we'll cancel them. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Well, now I ain't saying shit. Tell me. <laughs> I'll take that picture and I'll, I'll Google it and I'll figure out where they live based on the geographical formations behind the camera. Wow. 
or in front of the camera. Shit, that's some real Jack Bauer 24 shit. You don't know, man. Get Chloe on the line. Look, I watched CSI. <laughs> I watched 24. CSI's coming back. Yes! You know who sent me the, the, the thing? Who? Carol. She's like, look. Look what's coming back. And I was Carrie, like, oh, Carolyn. Oh, Carolyn. Sorry. I heard, I heard Carrie. I'm sorry. Fuck. Who the hell is Carrie? I, that's what I was going to ask you. Did you just change Carolyn's into Carrie? No. Because that would be amazing. Carolyn is now Carrie. Hi, Hi Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> that was unrehearsed. Carrie is our best friend, and we love Carrie so much. Oh, Carrie. And your name rhymes with mine now. Carrie and Jerry. Yay! We should go, we should, we should go to another Halloween thingy and be like, Carrie! Carrie! <laughs> that wouldn't that wouldn't freak her out nearly as much because that's not really her name. I know, but then for me it would be funny. We'd be like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> We'd be sitting there like oh, stupid Carrie. Laughing. <laughs> Take that, Carrie. <laughs> Suck it, Carrie. We love you, Carrie. <laughs> Anywho. Right. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, kind of just wrapping it up on up. <laughs> wrapping it up. No, but I had something I was gonna Oh, oh! So she's the one who sent me the link for the new CSI Las Vegas. Yeah, I know. They're calling it CSI. But they're rebooting it, essentially. Kind of. All right. Sure. I'll go. I'll go with that. But because there was this one lady, she's like this black lady, and she's like, yeah, this is my kitchen. Oh, welcome to my kitchen. And I was like, I'm in. (laughs) Show's the best. Just (laughs) off of that one line. So she's now... Grissom's I think position. I don't know I haven't seen the I haven't seen I don't know what the entire That's what I'm guessing I don't want to see anything until I actually see the show and I think it comes out sometime next month maybe how do we feel Perhaps. about how do we feel about Georgia Fox coming back <laughs> so the show isn't perfect but We'll put up with it for William Peterson. Yes, I'll definitely watch the William Peterson, but Georgia Fox, goddamn. <laughs> She needs to go, dude. Ricky has hated Georgia Fox for the better part of the last 20 years, Look, I would say. Georgia Fox as a person, I have no clue. No I don't know who she is. I mean, I know who she is, but like, I don't know anything about her. I don't know how she is in real life. Mm-hmm. But on CSI, the original CSI, <laughs> I hated her so much. And I wanted her to die. And when she was in that accident with the car, remember? She was trapped in yes, the car. I was like, right. yes! You were so fucking yes! happy. This is and it. I'm looking at you going, you morbid motherfucker. This is it. This is where she exits the show and then she asks for more money and the producers say, fuck you. Go get a job somewhere else. And they were you like, did. haha, just kidding. She's back. And we're like, I was like, contract negotiations resumed. <sighs> Worst episode of my life. What was it about her that you didn't like particularly? It was that whole like, woe is me, I'm so sad and no one loves me. And there's this one guy that actually does, but we can't do anything about it because we work together and like I want him to get on this That's pussy. Right. She and, and uh, he can't she eat and it while we're at work because like we'll get in trouble. She and Grissom were thinking yeah. about that. I forgot about that. And then when he left, he was like, Oh, the one person that knows me and understands me is gone forever. And I'm like, just gonna hate everybody and like. But anyways, it was like. Ah, I remember that. I can't. I just. I, I I for sure thought you were gonna say that you just hated her little twisty mouth like face. No. Every, every I, time they had again. A on her. Again, I have no issues with the way she looks. You know, like she's okay looking. Like she's not hot and she's not really pretty. 
I, I hate to say it. She's not, but she's not ugly. She's not an it. ugly woman. You don't hate to say it. I, I don't. No, I honestly don't. I had nothing against Georgia Fox, the actress, mm-hmm. but the character in CSI was just. Okay. I hate to say Sarah? it. Sarah. Sarah Marshall. Or whatever, I don't. Fuck. Sarah she was a. Marshall. She was a piece of shit. I'll say it. I'll say it right here on record. Sarah's the Sarah character on CSI was a piece of shit. Yeah, we're just full of hot takes. I just can't. I couldn't with her, and I hated her so much. And I was so glad when she was gone. Ricky was so passionately just cartoon hate for her. It was so. She was gone for a little bit. How her and uh, George was it? George, Georgia, George, the the guy, the the southern guy. I liked him too. Was it Nick? The yeah, yeah. But the real like straight edge kind of like yeah, yeah. the goody two shoes. I forget his the actor's name, but he played Nick. But him, her, and him, they did this thing where they tried to pull a friends. Well, they're like, well, if you're not going to pay us more money, then we're not coming back. And then the show was like, okay. Okay, bye. Bye, Felicia. Who's this? Like, we got we to gotta go. Like, you can't. New, new show, who this? We have, to, we have to make more shows. And they were like, fuck, we fucked up. And then he came back. Mm-hmm. Like, almost immediately, he was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I don't. You pay me as much as you want. And they're like, okay, come on back. And then I think she held up for a little longer. And then she finally got back got on back. the show. Huh? And then Grissom left, and I was like, fuck, well, this show sucks now. That's about the time I think we stopped watching. That's when, yeah, that's when I stopped watching, because then they had... And again, no, no offense to, like... Because uh, who was it after him? It was a, um, Morpheus. What the fuck is Morpheus? Oh, that's right, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne came in. That's right, I forgot he didn't, about that. I don't know if he took over for Grissom, but I know he was in the show. He was, like, the next lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what's her name? Marge... She was horrible too. You know, she got bad. I hated her too. I couldn't stand I, I her either. She was that bad. But anyways, uh, he came in, and then Ted Danson came in. Ted Danson? Shit, man! I think you're right. You're remembering all kinds of shit about CSI. Yeah, I, Ted Danson I came in. Forgotten about. But I tried watching with just Lawrence Fishburne. I couldn't do it again. I don't hate Lawrence Fishburne. It's just Lawrence Fishburne is amazing. I know he's amazing, but in that in that role for CSI, the thing is, I think I think you're you're coming at it from like we love Grissom so much. Yeah, those were some really big shoes. Yeah, and I was very sad when he left. Of course, and I I think you know probably I would say. It's probably very likely that the majority of the fan base was, was yeah. disappointed and, and heartbroken when he left. But um, I think that if anyone could have taken on that job of replacing William Peterson in that role, it, you know, I think Lawrence Fishburne was a great was a great choice. Did it happen to work out? Right? No. Probably not. You know, I think, so. I, think only- I think a lot of the fan base jumped at that point, like you, like you and I did. But I think but they went around for like a, a season or two, and then, and then he left, and that's and when Ted came, came in. in. Oof, yeah. That and was, I think that's when the, the show finally ended. I mean, you know, and again, as you were saying with other actors, Ted Danson, I happen to think he's a great actor, and he's very actually, he's actually very versatile. But again, but in that role, he just, he, the, again, yeah, they're just really big shoes to fill. Like, have you ever seen or heard of The Good Place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a good show. He is so good in it. Okay. That's such I an amazing about, show. I hear good things about it. Yeah, sure. Again, that's. It. I don't see him. <laughs> I don't see him as the science guy. Like, not that he's a, not a smart person, mm-hmm. or that he can play smart. I just see him as a a bartender who would always have his ear to like lend a friend or whatever. Like, that's the kind of character that, that I'm used to seeing him. Mm-hmm. And in, in The Good Place, he plays, like, 
a manager type roles. Mm. That's what he's best suited for. I don't. I never really saw him as like the science guy. They tried to make him all like oh, I got you. sciencey and it's smart, CSI, and it just didn't fit. It didn't fit him as a as a character. Mm, gotcha. And I think that's kind of the same way I kind of feel about Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne is an awesome character, an awesome actor, but for that role, it just wasn't his role. What if he was wearing some horn-rimmed glasses? All red. Uh, no, that's too flashy. Yeah, never mind. We'll say brown. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. If they're not red, I don't want to see. If they're not Sally Jesse Raphael's glasses, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to mess with it. But I mean, just just to, to put a, a bow on it, if it, like we, Carolyn, Ricky, and I, this was appointment television for us. Oh yeah. Um, Every Thursday, Thursday, I think nights, it was, or yeah, Friday. CBS, it would be Survivor, CSI, and I think one other show. Um, can't remember, but I for sure uh, we would watch Survivor and CSI every week. We would get together for it. Man, that's remember those days. Yeah, appointment television. It was fun. I was like, hey, remember Thursday? We got our shows to watch. Okay, and then we'd hang out, have dinner, eat. Yeah, good times. Anyways, but it's coming back, so hopefully we'll see what they do. I mean, I'm hoping it's good. I just, I just want to, I just want to know if they'll finally answer the question of who are you. I don't know. But they've updated the, the song. That's true. They have. I, I kind of liked it. I, was like, I didn't mind it. It was like, who are you? I'm like, who are you? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> who is you? <laughs> I know you're asking us who we are, but no, who are you? Let's, let's back it up a little bit here. Who are you, madam? Okay. Back on track. Back on track. Back on track. Uh, Christopher Plummer also played Arthur Case on a, on a movie called Inside Man. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, mm, Denzel no. Washington, uh, ah, cabron, <clears throat> Jodie Foster, mm. and then the guy who was, who the fuck is his name? I always forget his name, mm-hmm. and he's a good actor. Hold, please. Gotta narrow it down a little bit more. Um, Clive Owen. Oh yes, I do enjoy. So Clive it's Owen. essentially like a like a heist movie. Yeah, and it's very good. Inside Man. Okay, it's a heist movie. What was that? What was that movie where Denzel Washington plays like the dad of someone in the hospital, and he like because of his hospital bills, he like oh hostages. shit! I remember that movie. That's what I was confusing Inside Man with. That was a movie called Training Day. <laughs> <laughs> My hospital bills ain't got nothing on me. It was. Deja Vu. I don't think that was that's what it was called. John Q. That's right, John Q. God, I, I'm looking through his list right now. I'm just like, so many good movies. The Manchurian Candidate, Man on Fire, Inside Man, uh, American Gangster, Training Day, The Book of Eli. Uh, remember the, the Titans. Interesting. The Hurricane, Bone Collector, Fallen. Remember Fallen? No, that's where the it's like a sort of like a paranormal activity movie where like the killer like he inhabits someone's body Ooh, and then when he dies he yeah. he jumps bodies. They keep doing that. They keep they, like uh, time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on my He's side. On my side. Like a, a running song throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Courage under fire. Devil in the blue dress. Virtuosity. Crimson Tide. 
Philadelphia. Jesus Christ. Philadelphia, the Pelican Breed. Philadelphia, that's one I have seen. Yeah, it's powerful. So many good movies. Um, is Crimson Tide on the list? I think so. Okay. I think, I think that one and Red October are on the list. Probably Remember the Titans should be on there, too. Remember the Titans? Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. Yeah. That's not one that I'm going to like. What? But it's a good movie. Remember, you remember. Remember, remember the Titans. And I'm gonna put it just in case. I think it's already on there. Remember, roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. Okay. He also played John Adams Gates. John Adams Gates. That sounds weird. In more of a treasure protector. National treasure. Oh, national treasure. Yes. And like a billion other roles that mm-hmm. he's doing. <laughs> so yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't go through the whole Christopher list. Christopher Plummer, again, very prolific. We also have Eleanor Parker. She was, uh, she plays the Baroness in this movie. Uh, she, her career really was more in, in TV. She came out on shows like uh, The Man from Uncle, Hawaii Five O, Fantasy Island, and Murder She Wrote, mm-hmm. and tons of others. But a lot of them I didn't know what they were, so I didn't, I didn't put them down. Welcome. Uh, our last cast member, or last, sorry, our last notable cast member was uh, Richard Hayden, and only because he was fourth in line. I usually do up to four. Mm-hmm. I never heard of him either, but he also was in a lot of uh, TV, TV, TV film, of uh, TV, holy shit, TV shows. He was in Lassie, Bonanza, Bewitched, also The Man from Uncle, The wow. Dick Van Dyke Show, and in a few episodes of The Twilight Zone, <clears throat> or at least one. Mm. But the one notable that I, I still couldn't figure out who he was, but he came out in Young Frankenstein. Ah. But I don't remember who he was. So we may have to look that up and then and then get back to you guys on who he was or who he played. Oh, it's one of my favorite Mel Brooks movies of all time. I'm telling you, if we, we can do we, we can do a reboot episodes. Hell yeah. Where we I'm start, in. we watch stuff that we've already seen. <clears throat> okay. The candle on the way. You stupid son of a bitch, dumb bastard! <laughs> Don't you know what's wrong with you? <laughs> Anyways, I don't know why my, I don't know why my voice was so high. I love that movie so much. Anyways, oh man, time for the non-spoiler trivia because I have a few. I actually have some a couple of spoiler spoiler with quotes. Mm. But stuff that might might give some of the storyline away, so I don't want to put them in the uh, in this the first part. What are they? Get that, don't look. You haven't seen the movie. <laughs> Stop. Look what I can do. So while filming the movie uh, of the song of music, Julie Andrews would Julie Andrews would sing supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Good job. I had to do it slow, but I did it uh, to the children who ta- who thought that she had actually made up the song. Aww. But essentially, she was. It was from her other movie, Mary Poppins. Which so Mary Poppins was before this. Then. Yes, oh, but okay. I think it was released after. Oh, it was filmed before this, gotcha. but I think it was released after. Yeah, kids are stupid. <laughs> stupid <laughs> kids. <laughs> I don't know why they made me laugh so much. Anyways, so we have some fucking cochinos in this fucking movie. <laughs> So Christopher Plummer, who, and, and some watching this movie. <laughs> that's true, Jerry. So Christopher Plummer, who was 35 at the time of the, of the filming of this movie, mm. and Char, Charmian Carr, who was 22 at the time, and she plays, I believe she plays the oldest daughter, the mm. oldest of the children. Mm-hmm. The oldest of his daughters. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
admitted that they both had they were both crushing on each other during the filming of the movie, mm-hmm. but insist that nothing happened. Mm. I almost fell asleep again. She touched it. <laughs> yeah, she touched. She touched it. He touched it. You they touched, touched it. Cochino. Thirteen-year difference. I mean. I guess she's 22 and then she's like, she's of age, but come on, man. That's a, still a 13 year difference. And like, she's barely, she barely became an adult. And you got to think too, like, was there a, a what do they call it? A, um, a discrepancy there within the, uh, uh, with the power dynamic, you know, like how much influence did he have over her? You know what I mean? Like, I, I hate to, you hate to think about that kind of thing, but like, not only really that, Jay, but remember, it's 1960-something yeah. so at this point. And so a lot of the Me Too movement, a lot oh, of the... None of that existed. Right? No, so this, it's was, like, this was par for the course. This so you're talking about power is really more evident in, in those times. Absolutely, nothing... which, is, which is why I'm saying that, because like <sighs> chances are that he, you know, he was he kind of was pulling, calling the shots when it came to all that. And it's like, well, kind of kind of gross. <laughs> that's the but, perfect, I mean, we, that's, it's all, we're all speculating at this point we didn't you know they say nothing happened so i mean if they both say nothing happened then i think we gotta kind of take their word for yeah, it yeah right? i guess still cochinos <laughs> uh julie andrews and christopher Plummer both had to learn how to play the guitar but i believe that his his scenes with the guitar were actually redubbed oh <laughs> so it's not actually him playing <laughs> so well, he, that, he wasn't it's not the guitar good. yeah it's not him playing the guitar that we hear so um, apparently he wasn't that good. He wasn't as good as Dame Julian. He was better at uh, crushing on 22-year-olds. Better at puzzles. Oh, yeah, that too. You know, real quick, going back on that, going back to that, though, um, I, it strikes me that, you know, even at, even with the 13-year age difference, um, it's, it's, not as, it's not as, like, extreme as some of the other age differences that we've heard about. Like, you know, 20, oh, yeah. 25 years, you know, 30 years. You know, you have you have those situations where an older actor, you know, an older male actor hooks up with a younger a younger actress or female actor, and you know, his some of his kids are the same age as his new wife and all that shit. So this yeah, but mother and stepkid are the same age. But if you kind of think about it, I, I don't know. I didn't do I didn't I didn't uh, dive too deep into the 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 cochinoness that is these two why not but christopher Plummer is 35 so you think he might have been married at the time or at mm-hmm. least been with somebody yeah and I, I guess having a crush on someone else doesn't really like it's not like that's not like he was cheating right. unless they actually did something well but see even that's debatable because some people might argue that if you're if your thoughts are there then you are you know like emotional cheating nah, i don't buy that <laughs> anyways. anyways all right i digress uh, the person who wrote the book that started it all, The Sound of Music, which was Maria Von Trapp, didn't even get invited to see the actual movie premiere. What? She was able to get, she was able to attend the Broadway musical, but no luck for the premiere. So essentially what happened was that when the when this whole thing happened, uh, I think what happened was that I guess she was waiting to get invited. Like, mm-hmm. hey. I'm going to get invited to the movie that I helped inspire. <laughs> Any day now. Soon. Here comes that invitation. And it says that some, at some point, she they, the way they wrote it was like she had to like, kind of like swallow her pride. I guess maybe she thought that she was famous enough to like to get invited to the movie premiere. So she went and spoke to the producer and the producer was like, sorry, no seats. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, come on. I, you would think they would have taken at least one seat. 
Well, because for me, she would have been an automatic invite. That's what I'm saying. Like, hey, like I know you had nothing to do with the actual movie, but you're your a character in this. Your movie. character yeah. is featured in this film, and the book that you wrote inspired not only a film in Germany, but a Broadway musical and this movie that's you know going to be released right. soon. So let's. You want to watch it for free? <laughs> come on, come on over with us. Yeah, have a seat. But nope, she got she got nuns nuns invites. That's uh, it's a little sad. So uh, Christopher Plummer and Julie Andrews actually did not like each other during the film. Well, Ooh. I think it's mostly Christopher Plummer that didn't like Julie Andrews uh, in this while well, filming the movie. But they both state that later on, like they became good friends. Um, Plummer missed the being like immature at the time. It's kind of being a dick. Mm. Uh, he even admitted that he was uh, displeased with the film so much that he would go out after filming to the town that they were filming it and would eat and drink. And it got so bad that the crew actually had to like let out some of his costumes. Because <laughs> he was a little too chonchino. <laughs> too chonchis. <laughs> a little too many brats, a little too much beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. And that's all I have for the non spoiler show. Oh, Mr. Plummer, you're incorrigible. R.I.P. Oh. Dick. Him dead. Because he's a dick. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and watch the movie, and then we're back, and then right. record the rest of the episode. Oh, real quick. Before, oh. We, before we go off and oh. watch the movie, I would, I, I'm going to go ahead and reach back here and pat myself oh. on the back okay. for, for choosing a movie or uh, suggesting a movie that is outside my box. Yeah, my usual box of yeah outside your box, box, you know, Internet Rule Thirty Four, baby. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I'm really looking forward to watching this. Is that really the backpack worthy, self backpack worthy? <laughs> it is for me, <laughs> and for the purposes of this podcast, yes, it is indeed. <laughs> okay. Okay. In the grand scheme of life, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I will. I will throw that question out to our listeners. Do you think that that is? I don't give a fuck what they so, think. I don't give a fuck, Keisha. <laughs> Does Jerry deserve self backpacks? Please reply. I mean, go ahead and reply, below. but it's not going to matter because look, that's me. Jerry, stop touching your penis. Pat that's me myself nasty. On the back again. That's not my penis. We don't have Rule Thirty Four here yet. <laughs> Link in bio. Link in bio. <laughs> Only fans. Five ninety nine for the first month. Fifty percent off subscriptions this month, y'all. Fucking nasty. <laughs> okay, and All with right. that, we will return and do stuff. Yeah. Spoiler warning, if you have not seen the movie we're about to discuss, go ahead and pause the episode, watch the movie, then come back and hit the unpause button to listen to the rest of the show. And for those who have watched the movie, just go ahead and continue listening. And we are back. So, Jerry, what did you think? I mean, it was amusing. Here, okay, look. It hasn't changed my mind on musicals. <laughs> I just, I can't get on board with it. I, I can, however, appreciate the craft. 
So I know this is a well done musical movie, uh-huh. but it's just not my genre, man. It's just that I, I can appreciate it. And there were parts of it that I did enjoy. Uh, the story was, was good. I, I was invested and was hoping for the best for the Von Trapp family and Maria and all the nuns and everyone. And except for the Nazis, of course. Um, but yeah, just like I just can't get on board with the fact that people just in the middle of a walk down the street just break out into song and dance and you know they're clicking their heels and all that shit. But that's how musicals are. I know, exactly. And I know that's how they are. And when they're well done, they're well done and people love them. But it's just. Okay, have you seen a musical that you like? Um, I remember enjoying Sweeney Todd. Okay. But that one, I think that one, A, it's macabre and dark as fucking shit. And B, there's not a whole lot of dancing in that that I remember. It's mostly singing, right? Yeah. So there's that. And then, and on top of that, it was the movie version with Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter. So there's that. Um, Avenue Q was pretty funny. But I remember distinctly when we went to go see it, and we went to go see the actual live show, and Linda turned to me during the intermission, and she's like, well, what do you think so far? And I go, yeah, it's great, if it weren't for all the singing and dancing. So, you know, that's just, it just goes back to my whole, <laughs> my whole issue with musicals. But again, I can appreciate the craft and that it was a well-done movie. Mm-hmm. I can see why people it, people love it so much yeah. and why it's so beloved. Yeah, because I, I went to go see Avenue Q with you and I didn't care for it. I, I think for me I it was... I did. No, because remember, I thought it was something that it wasn't. I was, oh, okay. I was expecting something different, something than what we actually got. So I didn't I didn't care for that. There was a, few, uh, was a couple of, num- of musical numbers that I, that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But other than that... The internet is for yeah, porn. It wasn't, it wasn't for me. But... Then again, I'm not really into the whole Muppet puppet thingy. Anyways. Right, there's that. Yeah, there's so, that. Yeah. I, I, I think see. that was a draw for me. I, I, I could see. I could see how how then this as a musical, as a music and dance movie, you would be like, eh, the same right. thing. Right. It's just I. Teach your own. To, yeah, teach their own. I mean, you're, you're uh, and, and I'm not saying I hated it. I did not hate it at all. It was it was fine. It's okay. You're in the same you're in the same camp as Doug. You know, you're just evil bastards. It's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And we're just wrong. We're just completely wrong. <laughs> okay, so we'll get your th- to your thoughts in a second. Mm-hmm. I have a, a couple three uh, spoiler trivia's here. Spoiler very use used very loosely because. What can you spoil? This is like a 50-plus-year-old movie, so... But at the same time, there was some... Well, and I didn't actually know about the... Uh, I knew Nazis had something to do with it, but I didn't know exactly to what extent, yeah. the, what, what role they played in this. So that was actually uh, a very interesting part of the story, and I'm, I got invested in that part, you know, their escape and all that. Um, so I'm... And, and just the way things went down, it could have been spoiled a little bit. So I'm interested in hearing what your what final notes are here. Okay. So I have like, I think three or four. Uh, so the first one I have is, uh, during the, the song, I have confident, confidence. 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 Yes. Uh, Maria actually trips. I don't know if you remember, I told you to keep tabs on it. Yeah. I, I told you like, keep you know, keep tabs on what, what, have, what just happened. Um, and so she trips through the courtyard. So this was not planned. This was an accident, but they kept she sort of she sort of kept going with the you know with her lines or with her song that they just decided to keep it in. That's awesome because I I absolutely if you would have told me that was choreographed and planned because it fits with her character yeah it would have it would have been perfect. But that's funny that it was not planned. 
so yeah so like she does like a little you can barely notice it i mean you notice it but it's like like jerry said like it looked almost choreographed like it was part of the of her little running or jogging whatever she was doing right it it, it could have easily been planned as you know just part of the klutzy you know kind of um absent-minded character that she is portrayed to be so yeah um but seamless julie andrews <laughs> seriously what a pro to just just fucking to just keep going keep going so miss julie andrews was not the only one that actually had uh an accident during the filming of this movie. Oh. Uh, it looks like uh, Miss Char- Charmian Carr, who plays uh, Liar L, Liar Liar Large, Lies Large, Lies Large, uh, Lies L, during the song "16 Going on 17 where she gets pregnant um, in the gazebo. <laughs> <laughs> because, as we know, dancing equals fucking in the real world. So they were having sex. They weren't really dancing. That's what they were actually doing. So she actually, while, you know, remember that part where she's kind of jumping between the benches? Yes. Kind of going around. Yeah, hopping over the gaps. Well, on one of her leaps, she actually missed, she misstepped and actually fell through a, a pane of glass. Ooh. Uh, she wasn't, like, badly injured, but she did hurt her ankle during the scene. And so later on, they had to, uh, the, she had, they had to wrap her leg and sort of cover it with bandages. Or cover up the bandages with makeup, sorry, so you wouldn't see the... Wow. The uh, the injury, yeah, or the uh, bandages, not the bandages, not whatever it was. That she yeah, was. dang, that's crazy. Well, I mean, look, you have young girls hopping around on benches in a dark gazebo. Accidents are you know more likely to happen in the pregnancy gazebo. In the pregnancy gazebo, that's right, in the baby gazebo. Because she got pregnant in there, and then Maria later on got pregnant in there by mm-hmm. by Captain Van Bontrat. Yeah, I mean they were singing in there, so not so much dancing, but no. we all know what that is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, sex. So, actually, I have one that I don't know why I didn't write it down. Mm-hmm. So, the, the, who was this? What was the director's name? Richard? Wise? Oh, maybe I did write it down. Ah, here it is. Never mind. I had to scroll down. So, William Wyler was the original director. Oh. He actually ended up dropping out uh, out of production because he just said that supposedly his heart wasn't in the project anymore. And he just decided to, to leave the project. And so that's when they brought in the new director. Well, he had originally wanted to go back to Salzburg, where they filmed the movie, mm-hmm. uh, to recreate the Nazi occupation of the town. And he had actually met with the real Maria von Trapp and the mayor at the time, the mayor of Salzburg. And they both had like, they both were okay with it. But the rest of the, uh, the town was not so keen on that idea. Mm-hmm. They were like, hmm. Maybe we don't want to see our town draped with Nazi flags again. Yeah. Again. Well, right. so then the director was like, okay, well then we'll just use stock footage. And the town said, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. It's okay. You, you can go ahead and use your flags. Like you can go ahead and drape the scenery however you want. Why? Why? The reason was because the film that he had or the film that he was going to use was incriminating film. It basically showed the town of Salzburg uh, welcoming the Nazis. Oh. And being okay with them being in their, occupying sure. their town. Yeah, so yeah. they were like, ah, maybe we don't show that footage in the movie. And like maybe they were like lining the streets, fucking waving Nazi flags yeah. and shit as they rolled in. Oh, so they man. Said, uh, go, you know what, come in and, and do what you need to do. So we'll go just, ahead and just, yeah. Just destroy that piece of film that you have right there. You don't need to see that. Yeah, if, if we never see it again, that, won't, that wouldn't be a bad thing. 
Oh my God. And Salzburg gets canceled. <laughs> that's, that's nuts. I mean, you know, that's just like, that's what you get for, you know, consorting with fucking Nazis. I'm telling you. So I, I told you originally that the, at the beginning, I think that, um, oh no, 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 this is a different one. So Maria von, uh, Maria von Trapp is known to have been worse in real life than in the movies. Mm-hmm. And that she was interviewed one time and they're like, and, and they, they asked her like, so like, you know, was the character like, what, you know, is that how you were in real life? And she's like, no, I actually was worse. They actually toned it, they toned my character down in the movie. It worse in what way though? I, I think that's the part I, I, they don't really explain. They just said that she was worse. Huh. But I guess maybe she wasn't all that flattering in real life. But I don't see how she was bad in maybe maybe her religious, maybe how her being a nun. Right. Okay. Maybe like she was not, like too religious. Not, oh, too religious. Or overboard with her religious. Or or n- not not nun material. Like you know, like they were they had their critiques of her in the movie, right, as of her character. But maybe she was like really not nun material. <laughs> like she wasn't part of the uh, what do you call it? No, no, no. We're saving that one. Ah. We're saving that one. We're saving that okay. one. <laughs> but. Um, you know, maybe she was like a little too flirty with men or something, or you know what I mean? Like, they don't, this Maria Von Trapp in the movie doesn't do that necessarily, right? But maybe she was a little, you know, a little like that. In she was like a heavy drinker. And yeah, maybe. Yeah. Smoke some crack, <laughs> get some blow. <laughs> Find her every once in a while behind some Salzburg 7 Eleven. Maybe she was actually a part of the Nazis and she didn't want anyone to find Ooh. out. That would be worse. That would qualify. That'd be way worse. Yeah. Okay, and the last one that I have here is that in real life, the Von Trapp, the Von Trapp family actually left Austria by train. They went oh. to Italy. They didn't go trekking over the mountains of Switzerland as is depicted in the film. <clears throat> and this actually happened a day a day after Hitler ordered the borders of Austria to close. So, Ooh, so they just they like made, made just it. made it out. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, how frightening! I can't even imagine. Mm hmm. Bad times, but that's all I got. That's all the trivia that I have. I'm telling you, it wasn't. Cool. There were some other ones too, but none of them were fun. <laughs> Not fun like these, like smashing through a, a glass plate window. Yeah, poor thing. That's uh, it's rough. That's dangerous. Even okay. if it's, I've heard that, even like you know how sometimes they use that fake glass, like that like sugar glass. glass. Yeah. They said that even that, like if you like maybe open an eye or if your mouth is open, like it can get in there and just tear you up, wreak havoc. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So let's go ahead and uh, go into your your notes, Jerry. Cool. All right. So um, some of the notes I made about the sound of music. I really thought that the opening was going to morph into the Paramount logo because the very opening s- sequence is like they're, they're showing the mountains, snow-capped mountains, and it's like overhead shots of a lot of like the mountain ranges and stuff. And I, I thought for sure it was going to morph from actual footage or from, yeah, from real life footage into the, the, the Paramount, Paramount Mountain? Mountain logo. Yeah. Isn't that the wrong mountain? Huh? Isn't that the wrong mountain? I don't know. But they could have picked any mountain, really. Oh, that's true. Superimposed the logo on it. Um, if you want to get technical. But speaking of that opening, uh, I love that, that opening scenery, you know, the beautiful scenery and you know the overhead shots and so my question when it was going through that was does everyone get a castle yeah 
That's if that's how it works. Castles man. for everyone. Castles for everybody. Castles coming out the wazoo. <laughs> we should go to Europe and claim ours. Um. Yeah, I'll skip that one. That was not very good. Probably over. Um. I personally, I happen to like my comment about the Abbey and the nuns and how I said I'd, I'd give them all bad habits. Come on. Dude. Come on. Such a cochino. <laughs> but also, they're nuns. And they have habits. They wear yes, habits. Yes, I get it, Jerry. <laughs> uh, Ricky was questioning the spelling of Alleluia in the subtitles. Yeah, you and said it was. You thought it was Latin. I, I was joking around, but I said, "Oh yeah, it's the Latin spelling." <laughs> you were like, "It is." <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, "I don't know." I'm like, "Isn't there like an H and a Z?" And then here we go. Ricky's next question was, "So, so Marie is not a nun yet, right?" And so I go, "No, she's she's an understudy." <laughs> Best line I've heard Jerry say in like. 10 years. <laughs> Ricky, I couldn't stop Ricky had nothing to say. He just put his fist up to like fist bump because it was like, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> An understudy. Well, because she was dressed differently. So I asked the question. I go, does, you know, it does the way she dressed, does that signify that she's not actually a nun yet? Like Absolutely. she's like, you know, a nun in training. And Jerry's like, no, she's an understudy. No, I mean, I, what is, the thing is, I, yes, I'm saying you're right. That is absolutely right. But it just, it occurred to me to say that she's in, that she was in an understudy mm-hmm. program. It was a good one. I can't deny. Um, so basically, the Reverend Mother, was that her title? Reverend Mother sending Maria off to be with the Von Trapps. That was her rumspringa, right? Again, she's not Amish, Jerry. <laughs> but yes, essentially, she said, she's like, go oh, so, soak your, soak, so your, what is it? Soak so your wild, so your royal oats. Sell your royal oats and then come back and see if you're none worthy. So if you look at the movie with this lens, it becomes a completely different movie, right? Watch this movie and just think it's all about butt stuff. (laughs) Cherry's not wrong. He said that at the beginning and then the rest of the film... Everyone Everything they said. I was like, it's butt stuff. It just, it played into, no pun intended, into the butt stuff. <laughs> um, how convenient, no whistle for the captain. I don't know why I wrote that. Well, because everyone else, all the kids had whistled, like. Special. Oh, right, because he was like, you don't whistle, you, you can call me captain. Is what he's yeah, well, he, he's going down the line. He's like, like he does one whistle, and then the the girl comes up and she's like, "Hi, my name is Liza, Liza Minnelli." <laughs> and then the next one, he, for every kid, he had a different whistle. And then as he's walking away, That's right. uh, Maria whistles, and he's like, he turns around and gives her this look. He's like, "I do not have a whistle." So like, you can call me Captain. That's right. So then. So I'm like, oh, well, Mira, how convenient. No whistle for the captain. I mean, okay, he's, yeah. he's the father. He is. He is the father. You don't, you don't, did you ever call like your mom by whistling at her? Nope. <laughs> Remember what happened <laughs> nope. if you would have? I mean, I call her Angie. Like, to her I face. I still don't understand. Well, I mean, I call my mom Martha every once in a while, but. It's, she's gotten to the point where she's fine with it. <laughs> she's going to murder you. Yeah, probably. Um. 
Liesl, or as we started calling her, Lies Large. Lies Large. Cool. Every time I saw her name on the subtitles, all I could think was Lies at first, and then Ricky was like, well, Lies L, so Lies Large. Lies Large. Lies, lies L. <laughs> um, so not 16. So not 16. I could tell that right off the bat. She was like 45, I think. <laughs> she and Christopher Plummer had so many babies. Um, no, they didn't. They admitted. They said no. They said there was crushed feelings, but that was it. Okay, whatever. Hey, you know, they uh, yeah. There was a lot of there was a lot of eye rolling around <laughs> in this living room. I think my eyes touched the roof today. I think uh, I think Christopher Plummer and the actress who played Liesl. I'm sure they paid a couple of visits to the baby gazebo and danced between takes. Yeah, and danced. Um, if they're supposed to be Austrian, why does everyone have British accents? You know what? I was going to ask that too and I completely forgot. I was like, why does Julie Andrews have a British accent? But then I thought, okay, well, technically, she could technically have been like a transfer nun. Like in the nun exchange, the nun exchange program. Uh huh. The nun change program, program, <laughs> and she could have come from. She could have come from England. Could've. I mean, could have. But then the dad, I'm assuming he's Austrian, because you know, last he was name being called trap. by the Nazis to go. Yeah, to go serve. Even the kids had little. Uh, none of them has Austrian accents, which nope. I don't know what. Uh, what do they speak in Austria? Is it German? It's a type of German, I think. Yeah, it's like uh, Austrian German. Uh, so yeah, that's that's some bullshit. Uh, <laughs> One of my favorite lines, uh, as we as we've discussed already, the gazebo was the baby gazebo, and anyone who goes into the gazebo, ah, just who, after dancing, they have to dance. They have to dance after dancing. No dance, and so or or, or, unless, or unless they kiss after the scene with Rolf and uh, Liesel, lies large. Ricky goes, and she's pregnant. And pregnant. <laughs> That made me laugh. Max, oh my God, Uncle Max, that dude had some fucking gall. It was funny, where Jerry and I were watching the movie and we're like, yeah, Uncle Max, Uncle Max, Uncle Max. And I'm like, he's probably like the Baroness's like brother. And then she ends up leaving, like she realizes that, yeah, she's realized, she realizes that, that they're not in love with each other, with the, with the captain, she's not, they're not in love. So she calls off the engagement and then she leaves, but then Uncle Max is still there, and then it dawns on me, literally, I'm like, duh, it's probably his brother. It's his brother, yeah, it's a captain's brother. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm so dumb. But it really, like, I don't know. But it was creepy. Their exchange, yeah, but on top of that, I mean, yeah, it was creepy, but on top of that, their exchanges really seemed to be so, like, they were so familiar with each other that it almost seemed to me like they were having a relationship, like a like a like an extra or like an affair. I guess. Oh, you're talking about the Baroness and and, and Uncle Max. Max. Yeah, yeah. It kind of seemed that way sometimes too. I was like, wait, she are they the darling? And you know, and I get like that. You know, in those circles, that that was a term of endearment <laughs> between friends. Yeah, it was it was kind of normal and stuff between friends. But you know, that I mean, it's it's like were they were they like uh, sort of hinting at that? You know what I mean? I, but it was I, it was a little, it was a little confusing, but it all got cleared up in the end. Yeah. But man, just the way he would just talk about like, oh, I'm gonna make money off you guys and all this shit. I'm like, oh, and oh, whose phone did you use? Of oh, yours, of course. I can't afford that kind of that kind of phone call. Yeah, but you know, at least he was at least it was upfront yeah, about it. It's not like he was hiding it. Yeah. Um. As we were talking about, the rhythm never got never got done. You know, 
uh, Gloria Stefan promised that the rhythm was going to get you. Never got dug, but it did get the children. It did. Got the children. Those children can, those children can dance. <laughs> this one is another good one. Come on, Rick, you got to admit. I go, I said something about, oh, because Max was kept on and on about how he was, he was going to make money off of the bot traps. And as speaking as him, as Max, I said, these guys are better than the Partridge family. And Ricky said, the who? I said, no, not the who, the Partridge family. <laughs> No, but I'm too Come on. No, I refuse. Not as good as an understudy. Don't get me wrong. Nothing will ever be as good as an understudy. But still. <laughs> no, but still. Um, we need to normalize fancy dress parties. Yes? Yes. And uh, normalize the Landler. Because we're going we're gonna to do both, right? We're going we're to bring back the Landler. Well, we uh, got to do a fancy dress party first. Yes, and then we'll bring... We'll and ladies are going to have to wear formal evening gowns uh -huh. with the, uh, the uh, elbow-length gloves. Yes. Yes, Teresa is very excited about that. And then the guys will wear nice tuxedos with huge medals mm -hmm. on, their, on their necks. And they don't have to be real. They can be fake. Yeah, ones. they can be fake. Ones. Yeah, they don't, don't care. Real. I mean, it could, be a, it could be a spelling bee medal from... But we are we are going to bring back the Landler. Yes. The Landler the fancy dance. Dress. <laughs> fancy dress the fancy party. dance of Austria. Um, Although I don't know if bringing it back is actually a true statement because they probably still dance it in. Mm, yeah, probably. Austria, Austria like, is that like old kind of old. It's not like thing. Austria just disappeared off the face of the map. Like, they they're not. still there. Yeah, they're, they are there. We're assuming that they don't exist anymore, but they're probably still around. I'm not assuming that. I knew they existed, but oh, do they okay. still dance the landler? Okay, that's that's the big question. Uh, Ricky was very confused as to what a flipperty gibbet is. What is a flipperty gibbet? It's in, it's in the song. And speaking of that, what a fucking, what a hell of a song to march down the aisle to. The problem with Maria. Yeah. How do you, the how song, do you solve a problem The like song Maria? where you basically tell her, tell her all her how faults. How awful she is. How yeah, bad she is. <laughs> but hey, let's just slow it down and make it a nice wedding march. And have the choir sing it. And it makes it nice for her, nice enough for her to walk down no the aisle. No one pays attention to the lyrics anyways. And by the way, may I just say that this movie kind of tricked me. I thought that's where it was going to end. And there was still like 30 minutes left. <laughs> there was still like an hour and a half left. <laughs> like, oh, they got married. Yay, it's over. Hey, no way, hold on, Jerry. Ever oh, no. Sit down, Jerry. Now there's Nazis. Um, we already did that one. Uh, man, so the decision to escape Austria, we kind of touched on it while we were watching the movie. And it's like, just, just the thought of having to sit there and decide, okay, I either go join the Nazis or I put my entire family in danger. No, either way, your family's in danger. Right, true, true. Either way, because you're, you're, you're talking about a man who says, I'm Austrian, I'm not German, mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna fight Germany's war. And they basically say, well, either you do it or we kill your family. It's essentially what they were being told. Well, I don't think they were being explicitly told that, but he, I think Captain Von Trapp knew what the deal was and what, you know, how the Nazis worked. And so he knew that if he um, defied their orders, that, you know, the natural result would be that they would come after his family and kill him. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, and so his, his decision to just pack everyone up, get all your shit, like, let's not you know, even that. Dude. And yeah. Not all your shit, but just get dressed. At basically. that point, I think it was just like the clothes on their backs. Yeah. And it's like, let's, yeah, really this is it. Like, flee in the night and leave everything behind. I remember, I remember there was one line that, um, I don't remember the full line, but Maria talks, she's talking to Captain Von Trapp. She says, what about the children? 
And she said, and he basically says, they'll be fine. Like, trust me, like, wherever we're going now is better than what's waiting for them if we stay. Right. So it's like, let's just, let's get out. We got to go. Yeah. I mean, but just, just the thought of having to leave your home, basically you have no choice but to leave your home and escape from this. Yeah authoritarian tyr- tyrannical maniac coming through and, it's, and just it's, this, at, this. at that point it was like I need to save my family mm-hmm. and like I've accumulated all this wealth but and my family is more important course, than yeah I just gotta leave it all than there. these objects Whew. man um oh yes when I when I was singing along to uh it wasn't my favorite things it was the it was the do re mi song uh-huh. the, the note song and I held the note of when they were singing Jam and Bread, and it, it, this was at the performance scene, and I held notes. that note. I held that note. No. Oh, it was a note. Was it the note? No. Was it the note? No, maybe not. But I held it, and I held it until they stopped singing, and you turned, <laughs> you turned, and you were like, bravo, sir, bravo. So, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it may not have been the correct note, but I held it, goddammit. <laughs> Okay, so let me just do this one last one, and then I'll ask you my final question that I think will get us into a nice little discussion here. Okay. Um, Cap, R- Captain Von Trapp, he really pushed his luck with Rolf when he was like, he was just about, Rolf was just about ready to let them go. And just Captain Von Trapp had to say, you'll never be one of them. And that's what snapped Rolf out of it and, and just started, you know, ratting them out to the, to the rest of his Nazi uh, goons. So a couple things here with that. It's the same as when the girl gasps, when Lizelle mm-hmm. gasps. <laughs> and I'm like, I would have punched her right in her face. Like, I don't care if you're my daughter. Like, we're literally we're steps the away yeah. from, like, being safe. <laughs> we're moments away from freedom. sit there and you see this idiot that you were chasing after and you go, <gasps> that you were basically and you gave us away. And the look that Captain Von Trapp gives her in that oh. thing is like, bitch, shut the fuck up. I, I was like, hit her, hit her. I don't care if you're a cop by the Nazis now, just hit her. He was about to backhand her, but, but of course that would have made too much noise. But the thing is, the other thing is the same. That same thing was could have been said about Captain Trap, Von Trapp. Why? Why did you feel the need? I get it. I understand that you're, at that point, you're Austrian and you're proud and, and you know that, you know who you are, you know where you come from. But that boy was so impressionable that he was following the Nazis. He decided to say, I, I mean, basically, I'm not Austrian, I'm German, right. and I'm going to follow this, this idiot who's, you know, leading this stupid war, mm-hmm. or is going to lead this stupid war, because eventually that's what it came to. But I get where, I, I understand that Captain, Captain Von Trapp was like, okay, like, you're never going to be a Nazi. You're never going to be a, a true German. Right. So I get where that comment is coming from. Well, was it that, or was it was he trying to say you're you have too good of a heart? It could be the same thing. Maybe. It could be maybe it was maybe it was both, or maybe it was one or the other. But my my thing is, shut up! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> shut up! What does it matter at this point? Yeah. Your your family's waiting in the car for you. Mm-hmm. You're literally steps from from being able to escape. Yeah knowing what's coming and right. you're going to sit there and be like well you're never going to be one of them you know that right like really <laughs> what's worse the gasp or your dumbass telling this guy that he's not going to be something that he wants to be so he would have deserved a backhand oh, the thought would come back and be like remember that punch <laughs> bam here's the punch back you idiot <laughs> alright so my question to you Ricky um, let's just say 
you know, in a in an alternate universe, <gasps> multiverse of madness, multiverse of madness. Say, let's just say that, right? You're a variant, right? You're a Ricky variant. You're not Ricky Ruiz. You're Ricky Ralston. I don't know. So whatever. Okay, you're a different Ricky, right? Okay, you're white, blonde-haired, blue-eyed. You're an actor. Would you play a Nazi? Everything else about you is the same. You're you're still Ricky, but you're you're white. You're blonde-haired. You're blue-eyed. You're the quote-unquote Aryan type, right? So I'm still from Mexico. Sure. Yeah, it could be white, white-skinned, blue-eyed, blonde people from. from would Mexico. I play a Nazi? They're not very common, but they, they do exist. Well, I mean, why not? Am I getting paid for this? Am I doing it for free? Uh, no, absolutely. You're getting paid. I'm getting a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Am I getting royalties? Like whenever this movie is screened in the theater or. Would that TV? influence your decision? I mean, might add a little more cheese to my salad, if you please. <laughs> I don't know. That was a stupid analogy, but anyway. <laughs> I know. You know what? I like it. I'm gonna start using that in, in, in conversation. Teresa, I said it first, okay? That's Ricky's. He's gonna steal it for me, but I said it first. A little, a little more cheese on my salad. I, I ain't paying attention to this. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah sure, whatever. Sure. <laughs> See, she just wants to wear the the elbow length gloves. That's all she wants. To <laughs> and do. fancy dress. And fancy dress. And the tiara. Yes, the tiara. I mean, buy her a tiara. Okay. I mean, honestly, I. Yeah. Why not? Mm. Work is work. I mean, look. I understand that the Nazis are pieces of shit, and as horrible as they are or were, are because they're still. Nazis wow, today. Factions of them. Yeah. Right I think that without without that, without the history of Nazis, I think we're doing future generations a disservice. Mm. Like, we can't just sit here and say, it's the same thing as those people that, that try to uh, try to say that the Holocaust never happened, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. no, it happened. Like, we know that it happened, and we have to talk about it. Same thing with Nazis and the whole World War II. We have to talk about them because... Oh, that's my turn that. <laughs> if we don't, then we're liable to repeat those mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. So, I think a lot of people try to sit there and, and then they try to erase history. Mm. Or they try to say that... They try to, to rewrite it and say that it, it didn't happen this way, it happened this way. Mm-hmm. Or... My ancestors never did. My ancestors never did that. They did, you know, they did this. It's like, right. no, shit happened. Bad things happened in our history. And we can't ignore it. We can't change it. We can't. Um, we got to come to grips with it. Yes. I think that's, I think that's, I don't know why I got emotional. It's no, the weirdest I mean, thing. That's, that's, I mean, um, look, the, the Nazis and, you know, by extension, uh, you know, slavery in America and everything that came from that, it was horrendous. And it, it not only was oppressive and had its immediate impact on people then, but it has had long-lasting repercussions. Like it still happened. It still has its repercussions To this today. day. To this day. We're still seeing, you know, policies, official government policies that have come about because of, of slave-era laws. Dude, like, if you look into the history of any police force, of the first police departments, they came from bands of of men like posses basically that states in the south would put together and send out for runaway slaves that that's the origin of police departments and the fact that people are out there going like blue lives matter and you know like 
yes, I'm not saying that a policeman's life doesn't matter, but but just by flying that flag and saying that, you're it's almost like you're denying decades, hundreds of years of fucking abuse and just maltreatment that has come about at the hands of law enforcement officers. Am I saying all cops are bad? Of course not. I am not saying that. There are good police officers out there. I've met many of them. Is there a big problem in law enforcement? Yes, there is. Is there a big problem in, in the justice system and criminal, you know, the criminal, um, criminal uh, courts and stuff like that, you know, the criminal justice system? Yes. It, our, our fucking correctional facilities, is there a problem with all that? Yes, of course there is, because all that shit is privatized. People are making money off of having people behind bars. And that's bullshit. And it creates this this um, system where people are incentivized, police departments are incentivized to sending as many people to jail as possible, right? Well, as many people of color. Uh, and, and it ends up being people of color <laughs> because there's that bias. And so that's where all this mis uh, maltreatment and, and abuse comes from. And the fact that there are people out there completely denying it is sickening. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's sad. And... We don't have to, you know, there are a lot of people out there, and, and obviously on both sides there are idiots, like, you know, anyone who sits, out, sits there and just vilifies every single police officer, I'm sorry, I think you're wrong. They're, not all of them are wrong. Not all of them are assholes. Not all of them are bad. But there is a problem there. There is a, a, a fundamental problem in their training and in their, um, in their like, indoctrination of the, of the new cadets, right? that it puts this shit in their heads. And, you know, this whole, uh, that whole thing about the brotherhood of the policemen and that they don't, they don't tell on each other, you know what I mean? And that's, that's where a lot of people come from when they're, when they're like, all cops are dicks, because what, where they're coming from is if you may not be the cop that beats a black person mercilessly with no reason, right? But if you don't point, if you don't call out that guy that did that, that police officer, then you're just as bad as that one. There's an argument to be made for that. There's an argument to be made, but I still can't sit here and just say all cops are assholes because yeah. they're not. A lot of them are out there actually risking their lives to help us, to keep us safe. So, I mean, is it a complex problem? Yes, of course it is. You know, like there's no easy solution, but the first step is absolutely accepting that there is a fucking problem. And, you know, Nazis, you know, that they were one of the earliest examples of that. Like their, their playbook right? Hitler's Mein Kampf and all that shit, his, his um, authoritarianism and his way, uh, his worldview, right, has just, it has evolved and it has survived. And it's, it's just heartbreaking that that's how it is. And it's like, again, the sooner we come to grips with that and come to accept that, the sooner we can, you know, start taking steps to eliminate it. Can we add something to your conversation? Absolutely. You want a mic? No. I just want you to know you guys watched a movie about a family escaping oppression and you say it's so far behind it was so many years ago but how many families aren't doing it right now like a border full of you know, patients and we have mm. people trying to flee afghanistan and iraq or that's and a very very good point it's happening right now yeah and it's a more glorified way of seeing it but i think it hits home for you guys and you guys have passion for it because no matter what History continues for people. That's true. Yeah, so, yeah it, it may not be Nazi Germany, but it's it, another faction. It's that another, well, it's another version of it, really. The Taliban, 
you know, Venezuela's government with that with their dictatorship down there. Cuba is still suffering from the long-lasting repercussions of, of Fidel Castro. Like, yeah, you're right. It, it still absolutely exists to this day, and it's like the more we turn a blind eye to all of that, the more it's going to fester, and the more it's going to spread. And because we can't, just, we need to do something. We can't shy away from what the Nazis did, what the Jewish had to go through. Any any people at any point of African Americans in the United States, you know, Mexicans in Mexico with the whole Spanish invasion, like Absolutely. stuff has happened everywhere. It's not just I'm not just saying oh we can't we, we can't ignore what happened in, in Nazi Germany. We we can't ignore what happens anywhere. Right. We have to be mindful of the stuff that we've gone through. Would I play a, a German if I was blonde, blue eyed? Yeah, it's work in the end. As long as that work is something like this, it's a movie that sort of says, hey, brings light to something that happened to a family. Yeah, it's a white family, and people may sit there and argue, like, oh, yeah, well, they're not, they're not your people. Or, it doesn't matter. There's still people that were being prosecuted. They're really going to get we're gonna get prosecuted. Right. I think a lot of times we we forget that. We forget that a lot of people nowadays think that all white people are are evil and, and racist and it's not true because I know at least a couple that aren't that way. Right. That actually stand up for what they believe in and stand up for people of color. And I think we need to, to realize that and, it happens and, and to and everybody. Way, and stand up for other marginalized groups too. I I've I've seen that, you know, not just people of color but like say the LGBTQIA plus community and, you know, um, people with disabilities, stuff like that. Like they, they'll stand up for marginalized groups and it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I think we're headed in the right direction, but there's still a lot of work to be done. So a lot of work, there's still a lot, a lot of work to work on both sides. I think that a lot of times we as people of color make assumptions and think, oh, well, all white people are evil or, you know, the racism is only coming from the whites. It's right. not true. It's no. coming from everywhere. No. We're, we're, we're guilty of it sometimes too, you know, to, to other to other peoples, and we have to be better for it. Mm-hmm. So we can't just we can't just ignore that the Nazis were bad and that they that they did evil things. Um, I also think that I also don't think that they should anyone should profit because of it. Like a few years ago, a couple decades a few decades ago, there was some comedy about Adolf Hitler. Like I think that's wrong. <laughs> I don't think that's the type of medium that we wouldn't would like to see the nazis in are you talking about the producers no some it was in i think it was in london in england somewhere they oh. made them some show it was like something like hitler's my neighbor i think it was called or i don't remember the exact name of the show but that sort of take that sort of was a lighter tone of like hey nazis are funny and it's like well they're not and you shouldn't be making money off of it mm-hmm. but i do think that movies like uh saving Pirate ryan or movies like the sound of music where that are made that's their you know that's what they did they did evil things and they should be portrayed as such not as funny characters or as the good guys um I don't know that's it's interesting um and I don't know if you saw it but there was that movie not too long ago Taika Waititi uh I think directed it and actually played the the title character Jojo Rabbit no he played Adolf Hitler right but I'm saying he, the the little kid in that was like his imaginary friend. He called him Jojo Rabbit, but it was in reality Adolf Hitler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I remember that. Did you watch that? Yeah, we saw it. Okay, remember? 
So I mean, it's an interesting point that you brought up about like you know Nazis and comedies and stuff because that one I think was kind of that, wasn't it? Like that's true. I mean, you know, and the thing is, like, depending on the take, if Hitler was made to look like an idiot, which I'm assuming he was, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. What what what's your take on that? I think he was sort of he was sort of he he plays him as an idiot, he, okay, like, like a fool, okay. Uh, and yeah, you're right. Like the, this little boy is like that's he lives. I don't know where exactly where I think they live in Germany, and it's being overrun. And his mom is actually part of the resistance, right? And so the funny part of it comes in the his interaction with this imaginary Adolf Hitler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think the, I think that the movie itself, the undertones and what the movie represents, I think still is serious enough and still. Um, true to life mm-hmm. that I think that even the funny parts like that aside it's still a good movie like okay. it's still like a movie that that sort of gets you thinking or should get you thinking I would hope of what people went through you know even in their own country like even their own country of Germany like what right. they had to go through right. with this madman this this if you haven't watched it it's a really good movie oh, I have to check it out it's yeah. a really good movie I think you won't understand what he's saying and how they portray him and how it almost seems like he's trying to convince him to turn, you know, to be part of the right, like he wants to make him that way, but he, he really can't grasp, like, this little boy's imagination. I don't mean until you watch it, you kind of can yeah. understand how they do use him in the comedy, but mm-hmm. they did it in a way that still makes him really bad, but kind of the child's point of view, like where you don't see the ill intent in anybody until you really do. And you really mm. do. And so, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to check it out. Like, it, it actually, you're, you're, you sit there and you kind of watch it and then you get to a point in the movie and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I'm still watching, like, a, this is actually a serious movie. Like, like it's, just not real. As, I, as I, funny I, as some of the things were, like, you're like, oh, shit, th- this is... This and, is and you can kind of see where, because remember, not everybody hated Hitler. Right. No, he had definitely and then lots of fans. People, even people who loved him, then little by little got to know what he really was. So I think that's the movie. You see this fascination with this person in power, but then how really evil and horrible he is, and how it becomes very, very real for that child. And that's where, you know, oh, yeah. I think it's Okay, I'll have to check it out for sure. Well, thank you for that recommendation. So that, that took a turn. <laughs> a simple question asked. Yeah, I re- I wasn't I wasn't really uh, thinking it was going to get that that intense, but I'm glad it did because it's you know it, when it comes right down to it, this is the shit that we need to talk about. I mean, it, the fact that we're having these conversations is a step up, you know. Yes. Think about it. You know, crimes against pop culture ten years ago would not be having these conversations. I don't think. No. At least not not, not this. Not, I don't think that's serious, but yeah. you know. Yeah. The, so maybe the, something along the lines of yeah, well, you know, Nazis are bad, but like you know, the world the world is a lot different than it was ten years ago. Yes, I'll give you that. Absolutely. So those were all my notes, sir. I am finished. That's it. That's it. You got nothing left. Nothing you got left. nine One. left. Nine. Nine left. Nine comments left. <laughs> okay, I, I, I had nothing. I I remember. That's I think my this German is, laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's not very good. <laughs> I think this is the second time I've seen this movie. Um, that's good. I, I don't know. I still like it, but again, that's coming from yeah. someone that actually likes musicals. Yeah, I like love musicals. musicals yeah. You never saw Moulin Rouge? Yes. You didn't like it? I. You know what's funny about Moulin Rouge is, 
I remember the first one or two times that I saw it, I was like, fucking fantastic. Love Moulin Rouge. And then I saw it again a few years later and I was like, doesn't hold up. For me, it didn't. Hmm. For a lot of other people, it does. I haven't seen it. I should, I, should, I, should, I should rewatch it. I haven't seen it in a few years. But, I mean, it's weird because like, at, at, I think about it now and at the time, I guess it's, it's kind of like you're changing taste or whatever. But at the time, I was like, fuck yeah, Moulin Rouge, so it's rocking and all this stuff. I always remember, remember this criticism that people had of Baz Luhrmann. Like, he, what he was doing was a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, like the way the way he like the way he uses some of the music, like right. to use like some of the police music, some modern music. Yeah, yeah like such an old time. Yeah, and but what's funny is that now all of a sudden we have a band that literally that's all they do is take new music and then turns it into like vintage music, postmodern jukebox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like okay, anyways. Yeah, I mean, there's no accounting for taste, obviously, but like, um, I mean, know, I do gotta say that. That movie did have one of my one of my uh, main man crushes. So, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Ah. Obi Wan himself. He's 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 a man. He's a man's man. He's a Scotsman. He's a Scotsman's man. He's so sexy. <laughs> I would let him touch it. He was. A <laughs> You'd let him touch a golf club. Aye. Oh. <laughs> that is one sexy man. Oh my god! At the height, I would say of his popularity there, Moulin Rouge. Yeah, that's true. No, I think he got a little bigger after that. I think I think with the Star Wars movies, I think that's yeah, when he really right. hit yeah. his peak. Yeah. He still does some stuff. I think he did uh, the most recent movie that I can remember, and I might be wrong, is Doctor Sleep. Oh, which yeah. was the sequel the sequel to uh, the, Shining. the Shining. <laughs> it's the Shining. Do you want to get sued? Sorry. I don't want to get sued. And for those of you who got that, thank you. Good job. You can be our friend. Yes. And we're not going to oh. say what it's from. No. Mm-mm. Not you can ask us and we may tell you but, but the IP that it's from was mentioned earlier yes and if you like I said if you got that then kudos to you and we are friends and hello we love you <laughs> you suck <laughs> waste more of your time watching TV shows but uh, yeah yeah I, I, it's just I'm, I'm sorry guys I just you know well I, we tried I mean I, I, look, I tried yes. I was the one who brought up this yes. movie so and, and it was funny because it was all on his own like I know I know Jerry and Jerry one of Jerry's things is not watching musicals so when he was like hey I want to watch the sound of music I was like what Three for which is usually that reaction when you say something when you say that you've never seen a movie I'm like what right but Today but was, that reaction for you has tempered in recent years because now you know that I haven't watched anything. <laughs> Nothing. Just fucking shit. Just, but, ten, just ten years ago, he saw Jaws in the Rocky series, so that should that should say enough. That says speaks volumes. But uh, but yeah, the fact that I got Ricky to react that way off my off my suggestion was was a win in and of itself. I was I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> So I, but, you can't say I didn't try. No, you have tried, <laughs> and there might be others. Who knows? Maybe just this Maybe. wasn't just just wasn't your cup of tea, Maybe. and which is possible. And again, it, I cannot say that it wasn't my cup of tea exactly. It was a well-made film. I, the performances were great. I'm just—it's the it's breaking out of genre. It's the breaking out of just and song and dance in the middle of the street. That I just, just—I can't. I guess I can't suspend that disbelief. <clears throat> I know. As we were watching it. Um, Either Maria or the kids or who or, or the combination of the two would like they'd be out and about and then start they would break out in a dance or in the song and whoever was around them during I would be like 
Shut up! We're trying to do something here! What's with all the singing? <laughs> no, my favorite was when Maria goes back to the to the Abbey and the Reverend Mother, she starts singing and <laughs> Maria's just staring at her, right? And obviously the character's staring at her because she's listening to what the mother Reverend Mother is singing and like taking in her message, right? But Ricky, speaking as Maria said, Oh fuck! Is that what I look like when I start breaking out of the like, song? Is that me look? when I'm just? Is, is that how I look? Is that me? That was I, that got I am me. So annoying. That got me. I was God. Why do people put up with me for doing that shit? God damn. No wonder no one likes me. <laughs> that killed me. I started laughing real hard. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's a it's a well done well done movie. I can see it. I can appreciate it for what it is. But good to know. Good stuff. I guess we'll try with another one. Yeah, you know, there's a billion other ones that we can try. Well, there's one we could, that I've never seen either, uh, Chicago. I, am not I always get either. shit for that one. Everyone says it's better than Moulin Rouge, which you're wrong, by the way. I mean, <laughs> anyone anyone, anyone who thinks that is just stupid. <laughs> Chicago better than Moulin Rouge. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh man. All right, so uh, as far as what we're going to watch on the next episode, we don't, we have no idea right now. I'm still, I'm still in shock that Jerry picked a musical for this one, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm reeling. I, I need to recover from Maybe that he's one. He's reeling and he's shook. Well, actually, um, this is what, the last week of September. Mm-hmm. So I think we might, I think we're probably going to do something scary, you know, something for Halloween. Love it, love it. Um, so I think we had, we had some, some uh, movies on the list that, that are, that Jerry had recommended for the Halloween time viewing. Perhaps, so, perhaps, maybe, may I suggest, Hocus Pocus? No. No, okay. I refuse. Okay, Ricky refuses. Re- no Hocus Pocus. Okay, all right. That is not a Halloween movie. Oh, oh. If Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, that's not a Halloween movie. Another hot take. This one, this one, the volley went back to Ricky. Ricky's I don't know why, take. but that movie upsets, ups, upsets me. Interesting. Like the the unnatural love for that movie is like people are maddening, really nutty, and bad maddening. Yeah. No, it, they're really crazy. For I don't get the unnatural love for that movie. That's interesting. I thought you would have been all on, uh, all on board. I watched it. I was like, yeah, it's a it's a it was a movie. Like okay, it's fine. but then all of a sudden, like what? Maybe five. Six like, years ago, all of like a sudden, that, yeah. like, Hocus Pocus, the best movie. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. It's not even the best movie today. <laughs> if it's playing out this there anywhere on some cinema or on some TV channel, no, stop it. This is, uh, this is unsettling. I did. I was not expecting this. So don't expect to watch that. Um, you can watch it on your own. You're not watching it here. Not in this house. Oh, not in this, not in this studio. Not in this abode. No. I refuse. <laughs> that Veto, movie, sir. <laughs> Veto. That movie shall not pass. Ah! We should watch that. Oh. We should watch the extended version. Running commentary on uh, Lord uh, the Lord of the Rings. Rings. Extended, the extended version. Oh, did I tell you that we're going to watch it eventually? Yes. You did tell me that. Yeah. We have this thing, we have this thing now where we watch, we take three movies mm-hmm. that have some type of connection. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, a trilogy or a saga or anything like that. As long as there's some connection, like my wife is good, has chosen baseball as her, as her connector. Her through line. So we might be watching uh, Field of Dreams, The Sandlot, and uh, League of Their Own. 
But one of those might change. She's not sure yet. But I had chosen the Lord of the Rings saga or trilogy. Sorry, not the saga. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have her sit through the Hobbit. I love the Hobbit. No, it's not that good, Jerry. I love it's that. overrated. Perhaps uh, but I still love them. That was literally a book they made into three movies. True. Look, don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna deny it was. A, it was not a cash grab. But Peter I, Jackson took one end of that book and he took the, the other end and he was like, let me stretch this out as long as I can so I can get the I, most money out of this movie. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it was nice to see Legolas again. And I don't remember if Gimli was. Legolas, uh, <laughs> he's so beautiful. But like, handsome elf. I forget if Gimli was it. Was Gimli in it? I don't think no, so. I don't think it was, but Legolas definitely was. And it was nice to see him. But anyway, uh, I'm glad you guys are going to be watching those because I think you guys are going to have a lot of fun with them. I'm hoping Teresa likes them. I'm hoping. I hope so too, because we we enjoyed them thoroughly when they were when they came out in the theaters. I told her, I told those were one of those. Those were some of our oh yeah showings. Oh yeah, we were like at that point we were like, dude, we're like 30. We're getting too old for this shit. We can't do we can't do midnight openings anymore. Getting home at like three three thirty in the morning, we're like, fuck this. We gotta go to work. Uh, <laughs> remember when we were like 25, 20? Oh, we were like, yeah. oh, dang, yay! Shit. I mean, I would I would go out to karaoke nights and stay out until easily two three in the morning. Sometimes later than that, if we you know happen to go out somewhere and get something to eat, like a Denny's or something. Go home at like four, sleep for a couple of hours, as go my work. friend would say, tag the pillow and yeah, get up, go back to work. <laughs> I never and did that, but not have a like not have a single problem. Like I'd be at work like fine, fully alert, good to go. Now, fuck that. <laughs> and now Jerry calls out sick like three days in a row. <laughs> I was up till if I eleven. Stay, if I stay up past midnight, I'm like, I can't recover. It was, it was one in the morning. I have to call out Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then if I happen to get Ricky, I'll go, uh, hello. <laughs> Jerry, is that you? Oh, is this Ricky? Oh, what's up, bro? I'm just calling out. <laughs> he did that one time. He did that. Him. <laughs> uh, I can't go to work today. Jerry? Oh. Uh, Hey, oh, uh, I'm calling out sick. Oh, okay, I'm calling out sick. Bye. All right, thanks. Bye. Love you, boss. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, good times. All right, anyway. Uh, okay, so uh, hopefully a scary movie or some sort of Halloween type, except for Hocus Pocus movie. Except for Hocus Pocus. Uh, apparently that is off the table. Um, no, it's off the so table, in the trash, outside, getting rid of picked up by the, by the garbage truck. Um, so if anyone has any suggestions, um, please, we have a list. Yeah. I know you had oh, mentioned yeah, some. There's a list, yeah. Um, you had mentioned some, but if anyone else has anything that Jerry might not have seen, which I mean, we're, I think we're going to try to do a, a full month of scary movies. If right? you have the time. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, let, let's try to do it. Okay, let's shoot for at least two, maybe three, and we'll see how it goes from there. Maybe four. I mean, four. That's uh, that's, that's the maybe one. fifth. No, definitely not fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. Um, do we want to do plugs before we do our contact information? I was just going to tell you. Okay. Pluggy plugs. Um, do you have a plug, Um Let me think on it. Okay. Um, I will go ahead. I actually thought of one before coming in today. Um, I have been obsessed with this series lately, and I'm recommending it to everyone. Oh. Ted Lasso, people. I fucking love Ted Lasso. 
and I've gotten at least two other people on board who are now fully invested and completely hooked as much as I am. Um, it is award-winning and critically acclaimed. How many seasons? It's only two seasons. And I actually, we're in the middle of the, or maybe nearing the end of the second season at this point. And what uh, channel or streaming service or? It is available on Apple TV Plus. Um, I cannot speak to any other ways of getting it, but I believe there are some out there that you might be able to find. No, there's no other way, Jerry. But I do have an Apple TV Plus subscription, so that's how I watch it. And You can only watch it on Apple TV Plus. The, the thing I love about this series is that it's a feel-good series that isn't it like you up. goody two-shoes. Like it, like... It'll totally fill you up, yes. Yeah. I mean, it might, depending on the character. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it, it's definitely, and, and not all of them have, like, you know, heartwarming, happy endings. Um, you know, and, and people, do go, do, people do go through some shit with this series. People do go through <laughs> boo. People do you. go through some shit within the series, and it's, 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 some of it is heartbreaking. People do. Um, but it, it's... To me, it's like you never not feel something about the characters <clears throat> and um, anger, sure, happiness, yes, absolutely, confusion, anger, anger confusion, absolutely, anxiety, yes, pfft. zap, maybe, maybe even a little pfft and zap, yeah, kapow, <laughs> kapow. there is some kapowing, oh, yeah, no, there it is, face, like, oh. yeah, yeah. That's good shit, man. It's good shit. So I highly recommend it. Um, if anyone's out there that hasn't watched it, please get on board. Believe all the hype because it lives up to it. Okay. Yeah, Dougie, Dougie, I think, had been mentioning, I think he's been mentioning it for the last 10 years. Like, and here's the thing. He loves so, Ted Lasso. There, there are certain series that friends of mine will recommend and certain series that I hear from podcasts, right, that I listen to, other people that are watching it. And normally... Those two don't meet. Like, I don't hear that much, you know, a, a being the same series being talked about across the board. This is one of those shows. Top to bottom, everyone I know, or I should say a lot of my friends are into it, and all the podcasts I listen to, they're all about it. So, I mean, it's it's great. You know what? Fuck you, Jerry. Why? Fuck you. Why? How many freaking shows... <laughs> Over a millennia, have I recommended to you, and you don't ever watch anything, but you watched it last year because the podcast told me to. That's not true. You are such a liar. That's not true. I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying. And hold on, I'm not saying you're not mostly right, but you're saying I haven't watched anything you've recommended, and that is not name true. one. Invincible. I finished watching Invincible. Damn it, that's a good one. Okay, uh, give me another example. Um. Aha! Hold on. Red-handed. That's it? Just Invincible? Casa de Papel. Money Heist. Sorry for the no, American I, I audience. Haven't, I haven't started that one yet. It's on my list, though. It is tagged. I know, I know, I know, I know. How do you move Ted Lasso to the top of the list? Because everyone was talking about it, dude. I I'm wasn't talking you. about it. I know you weren't because you, you haven't watched it yet. Teresa wasn't talking about but it. But if you guys had watched it, you guys might have been talking about the it. The girls weren't talking about Probably it. Probably would be talking about it. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Everyone is on board with the show. And all I'm going to tell you is Roy Kent. Roy Kent. Roy Kent. That's it. Roy Kent. Roy Kent. See, you, you at least know that. I don't know what that is. You don't know what it means. But see, if you were to watch the series, 
It would take on a whole new hey, meaning for you. The podcast told so me to watch it, so I'm going to watch it. Dude, I'm telling you, every single Shut up. from Ralph Shut up. to fuck Ralph <laughs> to being an and alley. Eddie. Fuck being an alley. They're all. I'm going to tag him in this thing. They can listen to the very end and be like, "Fuck you guys, bitches." My, although might I point out that those people that I just told you to watch the show are all white, but you won't listen to the one brown friend that you have, the only brown friend that you have. Sorry, Angel. Corey loves that show, and she was one of the people that got me onto it. Okay, She's a person I can't say anything. All right, you're lucky. <laughs> you're lucky, I like Corey. And Angel and Linda, Angel being Filipino, and Linda being one of us. First of all, Angel doesn't count. They how because does she not count? Because she's Filipino, and then Linda doesn't count because she's a stupid face, and stupid face don't don't their opinions don't matter. Well, you take damn it, but I'm a stupid face. That means my ah. You just you just shot yourself in the foot. Linda wins this round. (laughs) The gun you were pointing at Linda, you just shot yourself in the foot. I was pointing at her one finger, but I had three pointing back at me. (laughs) (laughs) Evil. Who's the bigger stupid face? All right, so yeah, that's my that's my recommendation. Still Linda. So Ted Lasso. Okay, Angel counts. I've I've just been threatened by my wife. Angel does count. Teresa, yeah, uh, uh, Teresa stepped in for you, Angel. So you can thank her for that. Yeah, I love Angel. <laughs> just kidding, Angel. We love you. We love you. So that's it. That's all you have. That's that's my that's my the plug. one plug. Yeah. I thought I had a plug. I thought I had a butt plug, but I can't find it. Teresa. My wife is dirty. <laughs> Sucia. It was butt stuff. The butt we stuff. Were about butt stuff. You're right. Stuff. It was our it was our fault. Yeah, that one was butt our stuff. Fault. Butt stuff. I think I'm gonna do what Linda did and do the, the logo, the same logo, but then put a little butt plug in the middle. <laughs> butt stuff. For crimes? For crimes. <laughs> I'm, I'm with it. I'm on board. Okay, I'm going to come up with one on the fly. I'm looking over at our table, and I would like to plug Pep's Pizza. Yes. Good Pep's plug. Pizza has, I think, four or five franchises in the Orange County area. Mm. The one that I visited or that I patroned today is the one on Brookhurst in Anaheim. Patroned? Is not, that's not a word? Patronized. I didn't patronize them. When you're a customer of a place, you do patronize them. Oh, like you make fun of them. Ha, 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 no, ha, no, 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 no. That's not the meaning of it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Anyways, Pep's Pizza, Pep's Pizza, the one on, on Brookhurst and Orange, I believe, in the city of Anaheim. They are very good, very delicious pizza. They have a good anti-pesto. Um, I can vouch for it. I can so vouch for it. I had some of that pizza tonight, and... Both varieties that I had were fantastic. And it's, it's just, look, you can't go wrong with, well, that's not necessarily true, but if you can at all, you know, try your local independently owned pizzerias and restaurants, you know, because they're the ones that really need the help. And, you know, especially in these times. Um, and a lot of times you're pleasantly surprised. Their stuff look, is, is, is really good. Look, yeah. for me, there's only one or two other pizzas that actually top this, that top peps. Mm. And that is Little Caesars. And I know I'm going to get a lot of shit. Little Caesars. Shut up. <laughs> it's good. And it's cheap. It is, it is so, a good value. I will say that. Shut up your mouth. Uh, I'm, for not me, above, I'm not above getting a, a cheap fucking pepperoni. Right? That shit uh, is good. And five it, bucks? And yeah, exactly. Hot and ready? You can't beat that price. It's like Jerry. Five bucks and five hot bucks, and ready. Hot and ready. <laughs> Just take them out. Just grab them. Vámonos. 
but the other one is um, round table. Round table pizza yeah. is by far. It's I know it's expensive. I know some people are gonna be, but it's so expensive. I know, but it's not something I get all the time, anyways. Right. But when it's, I can, it's worth the splurge. Something every once in a while, it's worth the price. So good. It's a good, good pizza hut. Ah, they're decent. Domino's has gotten just on the crapper for some reason. I will never ever in my entire rest of my life touch Papa John's ever again. Ooh, that pizza even with their new papadilla, they can <laughs> papadilla my my butt cheeks for all I care. Gross. But anyways, I digress. Yes, Pep's Pizza, they're really good. P E P Z, by the way. P E P Z Pizza. Look them up on Google or Yelp. Um, you'll probably find one near you, and if not, well, move. Move somewhere closer to Pep's because they're delicious. Uproot your entire life like the Von Trapps did. Yes. And go find a Pep's. <laughs> because if you don't, you're missing out. And you might be a Nazi. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> that was Jerry. That was not me. Oh, man. Good plug, sir. Good plug. Anything else? No. So I just wanted to remind everyone that uh, if you care to either hit up Ricky for his horrible Hocus Pocus take... Or, uh, if you'd like to suggest the movies for our Halloween viewing for the month of October, uh, please hit us up at crimesagainstpopculture at gmail.com, on Twitter at crimesagainstpc, um, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash crimesagainstpopculture. That's our Facebook page. Instagram? Instagram is at crimesagainstpod. No. I thought it was at Crimes Against at Pop Culture. Crimes Against Pop Culture podcast. podcast. There you go. That's what it was. There I go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And um, of course, our main website for everything, um, where you can subscribe and everything, all everything else. Um, and we have links to all of our other yes uh, mediums too. So our, our main our main web page is www Buzzsprout? No. Ah, You're horrible. No, www.crimesagainstpopculture.buzzsprout. No, our main main one is just... Oh, well, okay. Well, if you want to go just main device. Crimesagainstpopculture.com. Am I talking to myself? Does that, does that redirect you to the... To the no, website? not yet. Okay. I'm, trying, I'm still trying to figure that out. That's on you. And then the other website is www.crimesagainstpopculture.buzzsprout.com. Com? I was so close. I was right there. And you didn't let me have it. <laughs> you rat bastard. And now you have to look up our own website to make sure you got it right. <laughs> when you could have let me have it. And either way you win, because whether I was right or wrong, we would have gotten people to go there. Maybe. <laughs> Quite possibly. Maybe. Uh, you were absolutely right, sir. It is crimes against pop culture dot buzzsprout.com yay Yay! so there you can go for all your crimes against pop culture needs and I typically tend to uh, upload old episodes so if you in the interim between our new episodes Mm -hmm. so I think the latest one I'm working on or I posted I think is Fargo is it posted? because it's not showing up on the website no? Mm -mm. then not then no, then it's gonna be Rocky Five is gonna be the last one. Then I think yeah, I'm working Rocky on Five right now. Is the latest, uh, latest of the old episodes posted. So I'm the latest of our new episodes was the 109 Footloose. Was Footloose. Yeah. So I'm going back and listening to some of the old episodes and getting them ready. Um, 
Mostly, I just need to add the the content warning at the beginning, but that should be it. The disclaimer. So every few days, just kind of go into your RSS feed or your favorite pod, uh, podcasting app and then just sort of refresh it, and you might see some new episodes. Not new episodes, but and depending on your podcast player, episodes. yeah. And if you have, and depending on your podcast player, if you set it to auto download and auto queue, you'll get that auto, you know, automatically in your feed to yeah. play next and all yes. that stuff. So. So that's all our contact information, and I think that'll just about do it for this episode, yes? <laughs> it took us about 30 minutes to get all that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, that's all our contact information. Um, again... You're an expert editor. You'll let us, be a breeze. Right? Yeah. Let us know what you what you want to see for Halloween. Um, I know we have a list, so if anyone suggests a movie that's already on there, then I'll just add it. I'll add a little tally. For and it. let us know if you want to be on it. Yeah, that's true. You know, we're always looking for guests. We love guests. My wife doesn't like to be on the show for whatever reason. She's always sitting there quiet, quietly looking at us, judging us. We love her and we love her input and her opinions. And yet she denies us every she's a, time. She's a silent partner. That's right. But anyway, but thank you for thank you for your input and your uh, and your contributions to today's episode. Yes, thank you. Yay. And with that. We shall say goodnight. Um, so, uh, so we'll talk to you next time. And until then, put it on the list. And don't forget your bolillos. And one of them is literally like a, a lyric from the from the music from the sound from the. <laughs> from the song. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs>